Agenda-setting conversations of the day. Well, the Electoral Commission now working with the Department of Basic Education. They're hosting the annual Schools Democracy Weeks, basically trying to educate young people in the importance of voting, making sure that they understand why voting is important. I think you might have uh, remembered that we have an election this year. Liko Bottoman is the Director for Social Cohesion in the Department of Basic Education. Liko, good morning. Thanks for your time. Good morning, Stephen. Thank you so much for having me. Good morning to the listeners. How does this work? What do you actually teach children about voting? Well, uh, Stephen, I think the most important thing that needs to be known at the moment is that as South Africa, we really pride ourselves with the maturity of our democracy. This is something that is great, that is globally um, recognized. However, we are also concerned as a sector that uh, you know, we're concerned about the way and the manner in which uh, people are accessing the provisions of that democracy, particularly for children. So you would have seen that as a sector, we always bring to the foreground constitutional rights issues, democracy rights issues, civic rights and civic responsibilities. This is something that we do in curriculum from the early grades up to grade 12 in life orientation. And so... Uh, Right now, it is the season of elections, and we usually do it when schools, um, you know, are are, are electing their representative councils of learners and their school governing bodies. And this year, in the year that we're electing school governing bodies, we're also then having our general elections, and we are saying we want to reinforce what we have been doing in the classroom to say to children, this is now the relevance of what we've been teaching you in class all along. This is the time that young people register to vote, and this is the time that those who are eligible to vote, that they must now go to the polling stations and vote. Uh, We know that often young people in our country don't vote, and there's no difference between young people in our country and young people in other countries. It's the same everywhere. Voting is often something you do when you're older. When you you talk to, to people in school about it, do you find that their interest, I mean, I find, uh, you know, one of my children is a teenager now, and he's, I can see, growing more and more interested in politics. It may just be because of what his father does. But do you, do you think that young people are that interested in politics? Do you have to convince them, please go and vote? Or do you have to hold them back because they're, you know, running already to the ballot box? Yes, indeed, Stephen. There was some st- statistical research that was done by the Independent Electoral Commission that was indicating that, Uh, the voters' role has got a very small population of young people. And, you know, coupled with that is that the Department of Home Affairs is saying that more than 500,000 IDs have not been collected, and the big chunk of that 500,000 is young people themselves. And so we've been uh, collecting some anecdotal information from young people about their knowledge about uh, voting about democracy and they do indicate that even though they've learned a little bit about these in class you know Stephen, that life orientation is only a small amount of time in a week and so sometimes it becomes almost impossible to cover all the focus areas but outside of the classroom they they claim that no one is talking to them about it mm-hmm. i think what we do as society when it comes to um, democracy and, and, and civic responsibilities, we kind of leave children behind and we leave them out of those conversations. And so this is now our effort as the Department 
of basic education to bring them into the conversation. Is it difficult to talk to people about politics in a school environment? Sometimes um, you will find that even children will have a very strong affiliation or a strong um, dislike to some political parties. They'll really like one and really hate another. So it can be quite difficult. You have to manage that quite carefully. And, and no matter what you do, Liko, I mean, someone's going to come to you and saying, why are you talking politics in schools? <laughs> yes, that is true, because I think South Africans may sometimes struggle to separate politics from civic and democracy education because there is the politics and electioneering part of it that is done by political parties, which they have a right to do. But of course, they can't do that inside our schools because our schools are politically neutral spaces. And then there is civic and democracy education, which is really about giving children the opportunity and the key and the pathway to access the provisions of democracy. And that's what we're doing. And this is more of an intergovernmental relations element of work, which we do mm. not only as basic education, but we are supported by the Independent Electoral Commission and the Department of Home Affairs to do that. I've always thought, um, I mean, I'm fascinated by, by history and our history, um, and I've always thought that to be a teacher in South Africa and to have to stand up in front of teenagers who will come from very different parts of our society, all in one room, I mean, it's one of the most impressive things we do as a country, is that we have that in our classrooms, not in all classrooms, but in some of them. And to have to stand up and say, this is what happened, this is what apartheid was, this is what it did, for example, must be very difficult. And I wonder if the same follows. If you're a teacher, you're talking to high school students about uh, politics now, I would find that quite difficult. <laughs> you, do you give them a lot of support is really where I'm going with this. Do you give those teachers support? Absolutely. I mean, teacher positionality when addressing these topics is, is, is very important. And we do support our teachers with training because we understand that even though they've got to approach uh, these lessons from an impartial um, uh, perspective, but they themselves are, have got their own identities, their own backgrounds. And so this is what we struggle with when it, when it comes to teaching life orientation. How do you teach these um, topics in a way that is impartial, in a way that is neutral, even though you as a teacher hold hold particular views about these topics. And so what we then do is to firstly refer to the curriculum and assessment policy statement and what it says about those topics. And then in addition to that, we also then give them some scripted lesson plans which for this particular area we have developed with the Independent Electoral Commission. So there are materials that they can use in class, there are examples, there are scripts that they can use if they're struggling to approach the lesson in a neutral way. But this is not to undermine the professionalism of our teachers because we know that they are trained from where they come from and over the years they also receive in-service training on how best to deliver these things from a pedagogical perspective but this is we do support them and there are materials to to support them in fact right now because of this season we also then are saying to schools they must open up their doors to the independent electoral commission foot soldiers so that if they find that they are going to struggle to deliver these lessons our iec foot soldiers will be at our schools during 
this period to help them to deliver mm-hmm. this messaging and communication with young people. Liko, I must say, I mean, I enjoy my job. Um, I think the position of Director for Social Cohesion in the Department of Basic Education must be the most interesting, sometimes difficult, uh, fascinating, um, and probably quite hard, but really rewarding job. I mean, it must be it must be the most interesting thing on the planet to talk about social cohesion in South Africa in our schools. <laughs> it is, because most of the time we deal with very divisive issues. You know, um, and, and so, but unfortunately for us as the sector, we always have to maintain a midline of constitutionality mm-hmm. and ensure that we deliver a, 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 a public service. Uh, you know, basic education is a public service, but basic education that is human rights compliant. And so we know that people hold different views about all of these issues, but for us it is always to keep the midline of the constitutionality of what we do. Liko Bortemann, thank you very much indeed. Director for Social Cohesion in the Department of Basic Education.